Hello and welcome. I'm Renee. And I'm Susie. And we're, we're all, all in this, this together. together. <laughs> this is a Disney Channel original movie podcast where we are watching all of the Disney Channel movies. Um, and today we are watching the new Kim Possible. It sure did happen. Yep. Here's the thing about it. You can't say it didn't happen. It, it happened and we watched it. I watched it twice. Um, the whole thing. The whole thing. Uh, there was a lot of discourse on this movie that very few people saw. Yeah. It, like, <laughs> nobody actually like watched it. Um, they just had a we, lot of opinions. We did. Thank you, mom and dad, for having cable. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got it. Yeah. So this movie, it's Kim Possible's first day of school. At high school. At high school. It's her. She's a freshman, um, which is kind of off brand from the original show where she's already like established you know she's cool she's popular she's on the cheerleading team so you know she's already crime fighting and everything we don't really know how she got into crime fighting um it's kind of implied that it's like a it was like passed down from like mother to mother no no at the beginning she there was a whole bit where she was like i accidentally got a transmission about a help signal yeah but then like so my homework was done and i just went which like okay here's the thing that's fine that kind of remains on brand for kim possible who also it was very vague how she became a superhero Yeah, but like it's also implied later on that like her mom and her grandma are like have been superheroes like in the past see like, i just got the idea that like that they're both into martial arts like i don't yeah. think they did anything with it i think they were both just smart women who were into martial arts yeah okay that's fair yeah so she's she's doing some crime fighting thing and the first villain is like wild <laughs> it's i don't it's Patton oswalt like doing a german accent like, like that's like, very clearly supposed to be bad yeah like he's clearly not trying to make you think he has a german accent he's trying to make you think that he's trying to do a german accent yeah and so like they like have like this deadly slime that he wants to like vaporize the world like using slime but it's like kind of that quirk yeah and you're thing. like okay kind of a quirky weird disney channel like villain yeah because it's plot. like people like people would die like this is mass murder but also like the slime the turns, slime turned pink yeah the so. slime turns everything pink and sparkly after it disintegrates it it's it, it was a very like okay i guess this is kind of a disney channel style like you're bad at being a villain kind of plot yeah. and obviously like this dude we never hear about him again um because you know we're gonna have like the main villain dr draken um, who, like, is in some sort of, like, Arctic prison. Yeah. And then he's just, he's, he's weird. I, I don't know how comfortable I am about, like, the Dr. Dragon. Yeah, <laughs> like, no. Well, if, going back to the, to Patton Oswalt's character, I wasn't sure how I felt about how he set, like, the tone for the whole movie. Because yeah. Because he set the tone to be very kind of tongue and it was, it was very weird because Kim and Ron we're both like very intense trying yeah. to get into this facility and save a, a scientist who he was threatening to kill. And they were like doing flips and shit. And... and then he was just like very much a villain that's poking fun at like the idea of the Disney Channel villain. Yeah. And so like you don't know whether this is supposed to be a lol lol like poking fun at how ridiculous Kim Possible movie or if it's supposed to be like a... No, this is serious, and it's Kim Possible that has funny moments, but we're in it, and there are real stakes, and you, like you, you couldn't tell which it was supposed to be, and it's like the they were shooting two different movies. Yeah. So, um, so it's Kim's first day of school, and like, 
Uh, then they have the scene that was, you know, uh, going around on Twitter with uh, with her trying to get to school and, like, doing, like, her fucking, like, flips and, like, using oh, the... yeah. Like... The grappling hook. Yeah, she uses her hairbrush grappling hook and there's, hair dryer. like... Yeah. <laughs> hair... Yeah, hair dryer. There's, like, a baby carriage that's going downhill because, like, the mom is just incompetent. Just like, oh, ha, 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 And she, like, did, like, a somersault to, like, do the grappling hook thing. And, like, you could no have just, like, reason. done the grappling hook. She, like, grappling hooks, like, into the bus to being, like, oh, look at, like, she's, like, so acrobatic and cool. But then, like, also, like, nobody's impressed with her on the bus. Which was, vi- that was that also like, kind of weird yeah. to me. Kim yeah. in this whole thing is very extra. She gets one hour of sleep. And she has all of her outfits planned for the next month. And she, and, like, did a virtual tour of the school to know where the rooms are. But then, like, there's this weird teacher that just, like, hates children and changed all the room numbers the day before school started. To keep everyone on their toes. Now, to be fair, that felt kind of on brand for another, like, yeah. Disney, this is a mean teacher. Like, yeah. that felt kind of on brand. No, it was very on brand. But also, like, how did... No other student besides Kim, who's good at everything, like they all got to school on time. They're all freshmen too. <laughs> don't don't try to. <laughs> this movie already has a lot of holes to poke in it. We don't need to start there. Like I've been there because like my high school was very long, and like I would have to like book it to the next class, but I never had to go through a ventilation system <laughs> and like crash through the ceiling to like get to class and then be late. I think that was mostly a way to show yeah. off how good Wade was. Yeah. Like, I think that was mostly just a way to incorporate Wade. Yeah, but which was wild. Okay, let's also talk about the architecture because they did a really good job oh, yeah, at, like, no. recreating the buildings, like, the school, her house, like, they... And all of the shots. Yeah, like, all it the would shots. Be- like, the, that first shot that you see of the high school in every Kim Possible cartoon, it yeah. was the exact same, and like, the coloring, the angle, the everything and if you, was perfect. Like, if you notice, you know how, like, in the show, they would have stupid, um... Yeah, they would change the, the size. It'd yeah, be very like, fun. Yeah, they did that, too. Yeah, I saw yeah. that. It was very good. And, like, her house was the exact same. They recreated the house perfectly. The way they did the scenery was so good. They got all yeah. the, like, the colors, and it, it was very good. Yeah. It was very good. Architecture... On point. Yeah. It looked real, but like exactly like if the cartoon was in real life. Yeah. So also like a weird thing, because like in the show, Kim Possible was a cheerleader mm-hmm. and she's like all about chilling tryouts. And then as soon as she like gets into school, she meets her arch rival, Bonnie, who's a year older than her or whatever. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, I want to try out for cheerleading. And then Bonnie's like, uh, we play soccer here, bitch. And like, yeah, no, it's like, it's like Disney was like, mm, you know what, you know what the thing about well, they Kim just Possible did a, was? they just did a cheerleading movie like last year. So they probably were like, oh, we can't do like two cheerleading movies. I don't know. To me, it like gave me the idea that like Disney looked at Kim Possible or whoever was making yeah. this movie looked at the old Kim Possible and went, hmm cheerleading no 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 we need to have girls play sports yeah like girls need to play sports that's new and interesting girls playing cheerleading is old yeah and also like implying that people actually care about women's soccer which like they should but they don't oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) you didn't see other than bonnie telling her that soccer was a big deal yeah so like she does soccer i mean she's not like she's like doing fake soccer (laughs) yeah i wouldn't 
say that what she did was like really soccer. Yeah, but, but she didn't touch the ball with her hands. That's fair. Yeah, it was really good when she like kicked the ball at body and like it ricocheted <laughs> off of her face and to like do a goal kick. That was cool. But then turns out that freshmen can't join the soccer team, which doesn't make sense as well because Bonnie was on the soccer team and she's like like the soccer captain, captain which means she's she a must, sophomore. Yeah, so, she must have gotten on the team somehow. Yeah, so fuck Bonnie. <laughs> anyway. There is a new character that's like never been seen before um, yeah. named Athena. And when we meet her, she's just like crying like to her mom, to her mom, which we like, she doesn't have a mom. <laughs> So she's like crying on the phone and it's like, it's just like perfect timing. And she's like, like nobody likes me. And I like dropped all my papers and like Kim hears it and she's like, oh, time to save the day. And instead of picking up her papers, like a normal fucking person, she's like cartwheeling while picking up papers. And I'm like, if you're trying to like help somebody have a bad day, like doing flips in front of them right like probably isn't going to help i would be like who are you it did get a lot of like it did make me feel a lot of like hmm you're so clumsy that you dropped everything you own well i'm so coordinated that i picked it up while doing flips you're welcome (laughs) they become like best friends real fast Mm -hmm. Um, which I was like, yeah, you know, it was kind of like a clueless thing. Like, oh, like, you know, the popular girl is kind of like taking this like new girl under her wing. Yeah. Like Athena has really fucked up hair. Like I've never, like even like somebody who doesn't do their hair well, doesn't have hair as fucked up as hers. It was very confusing. Like it looks like she was just stuck in a bale of hay for like three years Mm -hmm. and came out. It was just like ratted and like all in front. I don't, oh, like she's not put together, but like, but like, I don't know. The whole idea is that, like, she's so bad at hair. She needs Kim to help her with everything. Everything. It was uncomfortable for me when you, like, learn that, like, they have so much in common. Because it's, like, really, like, they have the same, like, taco order. Oh, my. Del Taco, though. Seeing Del Taco come to life was incredible and life-changing. I'm not saying... I was the happiest I've ever been looking at that Del Taco, but I was. Here's the thing, though. I did not love the Ron Stoppable. I wanted I the Ron Stoppable in my heart to see the real life Del Taco. Yeah. Because I knew he'd be excited. Yeah, I did not like Ron. Like, Ron is supposed to be like a clumsy sidekick, like he best is... friend kind of thing, but like his voice. Well, okay. <laughs> so he was trying to, to be fair to the actor, he was trying to recreate that kind of charming, kind of nasally tone that that original yeah. Ron Stoppable had. And it's, it's, it's a hard voice to yeah, recreate, it is hard. to be fair. It made him sound like he was 12. The original Ron was definitely kind of like the comic relief, but like he was still a serious character. Kim leaned on him in a real way. Whereas in this, it felt like he was 100% comic relief and not that funny. He would just like fall and then like fall into an oil drum and then set things on fire and then like have them explode. And I think it was the idea that like in the cartoon, they're doing something funny but they're being serious about it. Like it's funny because he's actually trying and then he messed up and you're like, ha ha. Whereas in the movie over and over and over, it's like the characters, like the actors are making fun of themselves for how ridiculous the show, like the movie is. And the only way the movie was going to work is if you like commit to the character and like commit to Mm -hmm. how ridiculous it is and own it. But like, since they weren't owning it, you felt ridiculous watching it and so it was just like everyone was embarrassed 
also like in the like a cartoon Nako looked really good, and a real life Nako not so much. Oh, the, yeah. It just like because you watched him eat it, and I'm like, oh my god, that's so messy. Like there was just like cheese everywhere. Well, I, I actually kind of liked that because like that is how it oh, would have yeah, gone yeah, yeah. in real life. But, like, you know, seeing it in real life, I'm like, oh, that's like just not a good idea. That's oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, um, I don't know. I liked that they stayed with what oh, yeah. Ron really ate though. So Athena. <laughs> Oh my god. Athena. Kim's whole struggle through the whole movie is her trying to learn that just because she's not the best at everything doesn't mean she's not herself. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, that might be a valuable lesson to learn. That, like, you can define yourself. Like, just because you defined yourself one way... Like, doesn't mean that's how you have to define yourself forever. But then they immediately were like, just kidding. Don't worry. Kim is, in fact, the best at everything. Yeah. This was just a robot. Yeah. Her friend who's better uh, than her? A robot. A oh robot. Um, who was programmed to, like, be exactly like Kim and be better than her. It's so fucking absurd. They they just, like, have so much in common. And then, like, Athena, kind of, like, she joins the team. And then she becomes super popular at school. She, she kicks Shiko's ass. Kim is, like, crying because there's an electric eel. Turns out Kim Possible is afraid of nothing but electric eels. Yeah, sure, why not? That's such, like, how do you even know that you're afraid of electric eels? Like, when have you ever seen an electric eel? It is a very specific phobia. It's a, I mean, she probably has been in the Amazon, like, a couple times. But, like, I don't even know if they're from the Amazon. She's been somewhere tropical where they've had electric eels. Athena gets really popular because she, like, beat somebody with a stick. And, like, they have a, an assembly that's Athena. Yeah. Best student of the year. Best student Athena. of the year. She's a freshman. She is homecoming queen. She's homecoming king. She's Somehow. Like captain, she's captain of the soccer team, which apparently freshmen aren't allowed to be on. Like, they have like, an actual assembly for her. And, like, if I was Kim, I'd be kind of pissed. The whole, like, message of the of the movie, you know, is, you know, you don't have to be the best at everything. But, like, everyone shits on Kim for not being a supportive friend. But, like, Athena was also not trying to, like, gas Kim up either, you know? Yeah. I don't know. She should have just, like, lift Kim up, too. Her whole point was that she doesn't do that, though, because she was a robot stealing Kim's spark. Yeah. Uh- um, <laughs> so about that, Draken. Dragon sure was there. He, Here's the thing. He, he existed. Yeah, he existed. Um, Obviously, you can't have somebody who's, like, blue-skinned on, like, a live-action show. So instead, they gave him, like, blue head veins. Yeah, they had, like, um, really dark head veins. I mean, I th- it was an interesting yeah, was, way to make Draken. It was just, again, with the same thing where the actor was, like, overacting because he felt it was a funny role. Yeah. And, like, Draken in the series, I feel like Draken in this movie felt very Dr. Doofenshmirtz. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, you got a very Dr. Doofenshmirtz, who is a great character, but it's, like, in a different show that has a whole different tone. Yeah. And also, like, he's just, I mean, this is the whole premise of Kim Possible. He's, like, obsessed with Kim. He's, like, obsessed with this teenage girl. Yeah, I mean, it does start to make it feel creepy, but, like, like, also... Like, he just looks, like, so old and gaunt. Like, he just... (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Like, Like, it's fine, because it's just, like, it's comical, but, like, the whole point of the movie is, like, he's trying to take away Kim's spark, which is just, like... I I am very unclear on how that happened. I don't understand. He's just like, oh, like, you know, Kim, she's got that spark, and that's how she's able to, you know, defeat these villains. Um, also, villainstagram. 
No, <laughs> the second they said the word Valinstagram, I was like, oh, okay, cool. So this is the kind of movie we're doing. That like that's exactly that's such a good little snippet to give you an idea of the tone of the whole thing. It's just like Dr. Draken is on something called Valinstagram, where and, like, villains share their, their like lair pictures. Which is it's just wild to me because like it's assuming that like the encryption on Valinstagram is so good that like local authorities are unable to like go into this social media website and look at the locations of all of the, like there's like a, a villain that has an active volcano. They're just like they're showing off. It's, it's like how rich people who do crimes, they post about their crimes on social media. They're like, oh, look at all this money I got. And yeah. it's like, where'd you get that? Uh, I don't know. I yeah, just, so, the whole, the whole Valinstagram thing. Valinstagram. Every time they said it out loud, I wanted to die. Yeah, Dr. Draken taking some selfies. Well, and like, I don't, um, I can't. Honestly though, like, I dig it. I do not. I, I dig opposite it. Of I dig it. it. I dig it. The opposite <laughs> of dig it is how I felt the whole time. Oh my god. And Shigo? Shigo. I liked the yeah, actress that they used for Shigo. I liked, like, I felt like Shigo was the most believable character in the whole yeah. thing. Shigo was very interesting. I hated how much older than Kim they made Shigo. Yeah, like, the actress who played Kim is 17, which is, like, normal. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Taylor Ortega, who plays Shigo, is, like, 29 years old. <laughs> yeah, well, and she looks it. She looks yeah. like she's, you know, supposed to be 30 yeah, in the movie. Tw- well, the actress being, like, 29 is, like, being 23 on TV, I well, think. For like, some things, but I don't think, like, that's the... Sometimes that- if you watch Teen Wolf, you know, a 29-year-old is supposed to be a sophomore in, co- in high school, but, you know, like, that's okay. That's fine. No, you're, you're, you're correct and you're valid. But, like, that's not the feeling I got yeah, from no, this. Yeah, like, no, like, at the end, she, like, is able to play a mom of a young child, you know? Yeah. Like, not that Shigo has a child. No, that, but we'll get, it, we'll get into that. Thing. We'll get into but, that. But, like, like she's, supposed to, she's believably supposed to be able to be a mom. Like, I think yeah. she's supposed to look 29 or 30. Yeah, but, I mean, if you... And, I don't know if you ever put on a blazer before, but, like... I look like I'm 40. I'm 24. I look like I'm a 40-year-old woman who owns a minivan when I put on a blazer, so. I guess, but I still, I still <laughs> yeah. think Shigo is supposed to be the age of that actress. Yeah. Like, I think that's the age they were going for. Yeah. And I don't like that because Shigo There in... was a lot of sexual tension between yeah, Shigo and Kim in the cartoon. Yeah, a lot of sexual tension. Not so much in the movie, though. Like, well, no, definitely not in the movie. Yeah, um, which is which is good. <laughs> which is good because she's twice her age. There was there was like a good like are we falling in love vibe between um, Athena and Kim though. There was for a second. Yeah, when they were listening to Poppy Blue. But yeah, <laughs> no, like with Shigo, I don't, I did not like that she was so old that like, because no, Shigo and Kim had such an interesting like banter back yeah. and forth relationship. And instead, it just looks like two adults bullying a child. Yeah. Because literally. that's what was happening. It when was you literally two adults, like, bullying, bullying a, a child. child. Yeah. When you have Shigo being, like, two or three years older than Kim, which is always the vibe that I yeah. got from the show, suddenly it's, like, two girls, like, who are finally found someone who's on their same level yeah. of both how clever they are, how talented they are, how strong they are. And when they're fighting, it's interesting and fun. And in this movie, it's just a grown woman bullying a 14-year-old Yeah, girl. which I mean is, like, the point. Because, like, the whole point of, like, Athena's existence was to, like, bully Kim into like, thinking that she's not shit. Having Shigo be like, ha, Kim, you ain't shit. 
Yeah, it's like either, like yeah. if you were going to add this Athena character, there's no way you could have made this movie without Shigo. People would have yeah. rioted. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But like, if you were going to add this Athena character, you had to, you should, like they, they had to have changed what Shigo's purpose was. Yeah. And they didn't. And so yeah. instead it was just, she had two women bullying her and that's the whole thing. Yeah. Poppy Blue. I, dear Lord. <laughs> Poppy Blue is like... Um, so, as you all know, Christy Carlton Romano was the voice of Kim Possible. Mm-hmm. And they kept they kept her version of the song in the beginning, which was, like, cool. And there's this part on the radio where you hear this pop song. And they're like, oh, who is that? And Kim's like, oh, it's Poppy Blue. Haven't you heard of her? She's all over the internet. Yeah. They really tried to integrate the internet yeah. and, like, internet culture into Kim Possible, which was yeah. before internet culture. And here's the thing... They did it poorly. Actually, it was bad. I honestly like hate any movie or something that like integrates modern technology. Like live streaming is cringy, no matter what you're doing. Like nobody cares about live stream. Ron live streams to his mom. I feel like it's because forty or fifty year old producers are trying to figure out. They're like, you know what's relevant? Uh, technology and the internet. Let's figure out how to bring that in, and they don't understand how. They're so bad at it. The writers of this movie. Are the same as Draken trying to learn slang by reading a book. Yeah. And saying the word tight. And like, he... they know that it's funny when Draken does it because it's bad and it sounds bad and they don't seem to understand that the same thing is happening throughout the whole movie. Yeah, because... It's like this very weird, complete lack of self-awareness. Yeah. So, Chrissy Carlton Romano pop, like, pops up in a pink Hummer limo, um, which is, like, very 15 years ago. <laughs> and then she she pops out, and she's wearing this, like, shiny, like, blue pop star outfit and, like, a blue fedora. And she just is the worst fucking, like, character ever. Like Her character Chrissy is Carlton useless. Chrissy Carlton Romano, like, you used to be good at acting. Like, what happened? <laughs> it wasn't even that she was bad at acting. The character was useless. Was, yeah. There was no reason for there to be a pop star. She didn't well, help with anything. Well, the, I think the only... The only thing that, like, the only purpose that she had was just making Kim feel bad. Because that was right after Athena got her hair Yeah, cut, her whole, ma- her which, whole like, makeover. Which was like, oh my god, you look so much like Kim. And, like, I thought that she was gonna, like, pull out, like, being a ginger. Yeah, right? <laughs> but she just got pink under highlights. Yeah. And- she just had, like, the same length of hair. Yeah. Yeah. And it, like, and they were just like, oh my- gently at the end. And they were just like, oh my god, you look so much like Kim. And she, like, made her own outfit and stuff. And so then, like, this pop star, is, who's, like, friends with Kim, is kind of like, oh, wow, this new girl is awesome. And, you know, Kim is kind of like, uh-huh. That's also never explained, other than apparently Kim helped yeah, she this saved pop them star from... out of her tax issues? Yeah. Kim is a international tax law expert. Um, Kim she... helped the pop star commit tax fraud. Amazing. But, like, first of all... Poppy Blue literally looked like, um... She looks like a Halloween costume I wore in third grade that was labeled Pop Star. Well, exactly. <laughs> I was thinking about, if you remember Build-A-Bear, a 12-year-old went to Build-A-Bear and dressed her Build-A-Bear up as a Pop Star, and then they made the outfit they put on that Build-A-Bear onto Christy Carlson Romano. Yeah, and I've never, like, actually seen anyone who was a Pop Star, like, wear that outfit. It's bad. Other than maybe Hannah Montana. Yeah. In 2000. Nine. It was so bad. Like, that whole scene was just so unnecessary, and I just think about it a lot, and I don't want Right? To. And, like, you could have had an interesting cameo 
with Christy because like I, I was very excited to see Christy. Like, hey, look, it's Kim. It's her. It's the yeah. Kim Possible. It's Kim and Kim. It's yeah, exactly. It's the Kim Possible. There she is, all grown up. And like yeah. you could have done something like had her be one of the neighbor ladies. You could have had her be the teacher. I think it would have been very Oh, that would have been good. That would have been good. Yeah, or, like, like get rid of that bo- like the weird like, cat dude. Or like a retired like crime fighter or Oh, doing that, that would have been that insanely That would have been so like if she was a mentor or something. But instead, like, she was just this useless character that was just kind of rude. Kind of rude and the most tacky character I've ever seen in maybe my entire life. Yeah, like, it was it was wild. It's like the only descriptor they had in mind was tacky. And, like, here's the thing, they nailed it. <laughs> so, her grandma, I liked her grandma. She was cool. I don't um, know, like, I did. I did the fucking dojo. Like, they played the Kim Possible, like, riff on the piano, and then, yeah. like, a bookcase just opens, and there's just, like, a giant dojo. It did, it could not fit in the house. We saw the house. It was, yeah. like, it was, like, an average-sized California house. There's no way that there's a secret dojo in there. I mean, like, but it's cool. that was fine. My thing was just that, like, in the series, the mom's, the, the fact that the mom is a scientist yeah. is, like, really, really looked at and played with, yeah. and, like, that's her main thing. She's usually in a lab coat when you see her. Yeah. Yeah, and this and one, Allison Hannigan, like... She was just like a mom being like, um, high school's hard. Al, like, here's the thing. Allison Hannigan, like, it's there's a throwaway line of you being like, um, my genes come from you, mom, and you're a martial artist slash neuroscientist, or like something like that. Yeah. But they, they don't look at that at all. Yeah. And so Allison Hannigan literally just plays a basic mom, and the dad is kind of absent. And, like, just playing with his technology. And it's, like, they made much more traditional roles for the mom and dad than than they would have been in the series. And I don't know why they went more traditional. Like, that doesn't seem to be on brand for Kim Possible or for modernizing something. I mean, they did kick some ass. I mean, like, they didn't really kick any ass. But they were there. They were there for support. It's true. Like, mom and grandma came. Yeah, that was kind of cool. To fight the final battle. That was kind of cool. Yeah final battle man they didn't do much but like the mom and grandma sure were there yeah and they flipped i think the grandma the grandma stabilized something by like just destroying it which you know that's cool very young looking grandma i don't know how i felt about that it's tv you can't have women looking old now can you i suppose but you know she looks great for being a grandma so you know so yeah that final battle so the whole the whole point of athena we talked about it before yeah, she's a robot. She's a robot. She meant was, to steal Kim's spark, which she means was like, nothing. She was that like, means nothing. She was like programmed to like know everything about Kim and do it better so that Kim's kind of like, oh no, I'm not that great. She doesn't know this, but Draken was trying to use all the data that she learned to transfer it into him. So like, if you put that in the most basic way to describe it, it's like he wants a teenage girl inside of him. No, 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 no. We are not going there. That is, nope, that's bad, and I hate it. No. It's just, like, creepy. It's just, like... No, like, here's the thing. The whole thing was creepy. Stop that, though. So, like, she thinks that she has a bigger purpose. I feel really bad because they're just like, oh, we'll we'll tell you what your next mission is, and then they just start laughing uncontrollably, and I'm like, that's, that's weird. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like, they they really have, like, no remorse in, like, destroying her, which is kind of sad. But then Kim is, like, going and she's trying to save Athena, and they're like, she's just a robot. She's like, he's not just a robot. 
She's, she's my, my friend. friend. Oh my god. The oh, oh my everything god. about this movie was just so it feels like you gave all of the worst Disney Channel scripts to a robot and that robot then printed out a Kim Possible script. Yeah. So they destroy this little like thing that like powers the machine the, the brain yeah, transfer machine. And then like Draken becomes a child. For some reason. For some reason, like, he just shrinks. I don't understand. He just becomes a child. He's like, talking like, you know, an old man villain, but he's like a child. And it's weird. And then the whole place blows up and everyone's like really sad that like Xena dies. But this is a kid's movie, so nobody's dying here. Obviously. Nobody's dying here today. There's just like a robot hand. And then she's like, could use a hand here. And then she's just a head, which is just, like, very... It's very surreal to look at. It it made me very uncomfortable. They're having, like, a moment. Kim is just, like, holding Athena's head. And then, you know, because her dad is really into building, like, fixing robots, her dad is, like, rebuilding Athena, which but is... But, like, without any of the evil. evil. And so now we're friends. It's fine, which probably. Is like, which is, like, weird to think about because it's like, oh, like, I'm just programming Athena to not curb stomp me anymore. Well, yeah, like- <laughs> Like, I'm programming a new friend, and now she's on the team, and, like, she's a person, probably. I don't, I don't, I didn't understand, I didn't understand the moral of the story. No, I didn't either. I guess it's, like, don't be jealous of your friends. Or else they could kill you and become good robots. Yeah, but it's, like, I mean, like, I agree with the message at some point, but then also, like, I feel like if your friend really curb stomps you that hard and, like, kind of drops you off of the planet, too, like, you're allowed to be bitter about that. Yeah, I don't know. Kim had the right to be bitter. Yeah. It's fine. Can we talk a little bit about Rufus real quick? Let's talk about Rufus. Because, like, here you get Rufus's origin story where supposedly Ron finds him in this mysterious brain lab. Yeah. And so they've made a very smart naked mole rat. And Ron's like, wow, how cool. And, like... It's CGI. I was really afraid of what was going to happen, but it's fine. Yeah, I think they did about as well making a naked mole rat look real while still looking cute and fine as they possibly could have. Like, I think it turned out about as well as it physically could. I mean, they could have used like a real naked mole rat, but that would have been gross. It would have been very gross because they're gross. They're gross. Um, I wanted them to have Rufus's personality in there more because Rufus in this was essentially just like a cute, nice dog. Yeah. And, like, in the show, he's kind of, like, sassy. He's kind of, like, you know. Yeah, he responds to, like, what everyone else is saying. Yeah. You know, like, he's part of the conversation. And in this one, he just kind of, like, points to a drone and is like, oh, we should take that. But he does save the day. He, he totally saves the day, which yeah. is good. It's just, like, I wanted more of Rufus's personality to come out. And it never did. Rufus was, like, he was sassier. And, like, you know, Ron would be like, come on, we have to go. And he'd be like, no. Also, let's talk about how... Wade is watching Kim's entire life. To be fair, that's kind of on brand. Like, that that was pretty much what he did in the series. In this one, it's a little worse because instead of, like, her turning on Wade or, like, turning on the screen and asking him a question, she could just, like, hit some weird button on her chest and Wade was there and Wade could see everything she saw probably through the weird button on her chest. Yeah, but it looks like even though, like, she, if he turns it off... He could still just, like, see what she sees if she's wearing it. Yeah, yeah. like, I mean, Wade, Wade's role is very important, but also, like, in this one, he's literally, like, 12. I'm, I'm assuming... I think he was supposed to be like pretty young. Yeah, I think he was supposed to be pretty young. He graduated college at the age of 10. Yeah, and so, like, I think he was supposed Homeboy to be... needs to go outside and, like, play some basketball. Like, oh, no, you're right, but that was also true in the he, series. He looked older, though. Like, 
I think it was like where Kim was supposed to be 17 or 18. I think Wade was supposed to be like 15. 15. And so okay, in this yeah. one, Kim's 14. And so Wade's probably supposed to be about 12. Yeah. You know? And so like, I think they kept the age difference the same. It just got weirder because they made them younger for some reason. Yeah. Um, I think that, like, I mean, like, every person needs an origin story, but I think that it would have been done better doing live action with a low production budget. <laughs> yeah, maybe. To, like, kind of just go, I don't really like origin stories. This didn't even feel particularly like an origin story, because, like, she- Well, yeah, she already is, like, established as, like, as a, a, as a hero. You just got some weird origin stuff, and some, like, in-media res stuff, and yeah. some, like, I don't know, it was weird. It was, a, it was a weird, like, the all of the writing was very odd. I don't understand what they were trying to do. I just don't get what they were trying to do other than make people feel nostalgic for something that, like, if you're watching Disney Channel, you probably don't remember anyway. Yeah, and I mean, like, yeah, I don't think that... I don't know if, like, they played the original Kim Possible on Disney Channel. I don't know if kids who watch Disney Channel would really even know Kim Possible. Mm-hmm. And, like, the writing really kind of made it seem like it was like, oh, you're supposed to already know who this is. Who this and... is, like, get the jokes and stuff. And a lot of people on the internet are like, well, stop being mad that this movie is terrible because it's not made for you. But I was just kind of like, it is bad. Like, it's a bad it's movie. Ba- like, here's the thing. Like, we just we also just watched Zombies. Yeah. The writing in Zombies was much more interesting. And it's made yeah. for the same audience. Yeah. Like, a kid can still tell that, like, hey, not a lot happened in this movie. And it's also just, like, hard to make a kid action movie with a made-for-TV budget look good. If this script was translated into, like, a cartoon format, Mm -hmm. it wouldn't probably be quite as... I still think that a lot of the issue wasn't the production value or even technically the acting. I think a lot of the issue was the writing and directing. I don't think anyone was on the same page about what the tone was supposed to be. I don't think... Yeah. I don't think the writers watched Kim Possible very closely because the production was... Like, all the visuals were interesting. All of her, like, Wade's kind of computery stuff was cool. Yeah, that was cool. All of the sets were really cool. Like, Rufus looked really good despite the fact that he's CGI, you know? You weren't like, yikes. It was not the the dragon from BBC's Merlin. Like, <laughs> it was very interesting. Like, they clearly had a good budget. They just didn't bother to put any effort into writing it. They did put in, like, three explosions that they were running away from, though. Yeah, like, exactly. There like, were so many, like... There was a very high production budget on this, and they just didn't bother to make it good. I... Ugh. The whole thing. And I feel like if they had aged her up, because I know they wanted her to be, like, going into high school and everything. Yeah, but we've seen, like, there was just a movie last year about two kids just starting high school. Like, we've Like, yeah, like, that's a very, that's a, that's a very familiar storyline. And I know that the age group for people who watch Disney is younger. But I still think it would have been a better, more interesting movie if they had kept her the same age. What if, and they, had... did, what if they did, like, an Agent Cody Banks and just, like, made them in seventh grade? <laughs> <laughs> Frankie Muniz is Rod <laughs> Honestly, here's the thing. Frankie Muniz would have done a much better job. But, like, my thing is, like, the people I'm thinking of is, like, the, the girl who played Cheryl on Riverdale. Like, have her be Kim Possible? Oh, no, I couldn't. You could. I mean, oh, I no. know. No, I couldn't. Her. But just, like, <laughs> having someone herself. who, like, not that I, I know that I already said that well, a big There's only five me. token gingers, and we have I to know, there's only five token gingers. But, like, not, like, 
I have no problem with the actress, and I think she no. looked the the age she was supposed to. But I think that aging her up, like not the actress. I mean, like but, she like, is aging... seventeen, so like if the character was seventeen, boom. Yeah, like I think we solved it. Yeah, maybe not even the way that we the actress up, but like having the character be older, having the character have more complex thoughts and feelings and everything and allowing an actor to do more with it would have been more interesting. Yeah, I also think like the jealousy thing is just kind of like overplayed too. Yeah, and like Kim in the show, she wasn't all like, oh my god, I'm the best. Like, you know, she had enemies, but she had friends that just had her back, you Well, know? and my thing is- And it, she was just like, she had so much snark to her too. She like, had a lot of snark and in the show- she wasn't perfect at everything. No. She didn't have her whole life together. She was very good at the world saving thing, but then she was kind of a hot mess. And like, that didn't destroy her. Like, she was okay with that. Yeah. Which I feel like everyone, when you like start high school, you kind of have that. That's like starting like any like new level of life. So mm-hmm. it'd be kind of more interesting if we just like got past that. And yeah, like, exactly. Like high school scary. Like a more interesting conflict would be. I, I mean, I love prom stories. I guess. Well, I guess like the the first original Kim Possible was like about prom. They they do prom at the end. I think. I think that's yeah. The there's something, yeah. and then her and her but and like, Ron Stoppable kiss on the day. Yeah, it's yeah. Happens. It'd be more interesting if there was some sort of crime happening like at school or having to like save the town or something. Yeah. You know, like not. Ha- I don't know. The they whole, made a bad. The whole Athena thing conflict. Is just, like the yeah, main conflict like, was bad. It wasn't interesting. The main conflict was bad. Yeah, and I think that it would be, like, more interesting for me to, like, have more of, like, trying to, like, integrate into school stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. I agree. All right. Shall we give our ratings? Oh, yes. Oh, before that. Oh, okay. We got some fun facts for you. Oh, I'm ready. All right. So, Taylor Ortega, Chico, Uh lesbian. Yes. Yep. Which is good and on brand, and they're just too much of cowards to have made them the same age because they know. Yeah. They know the sexual tension that was there. And yeah. they couldn't, they couldn't handle it anyway. Yeah, this is also the fourth, the Disney Channel original movie that Christy Carlton Romano was in. Good. So there's that. And there's a lot of uh, Easter eggs of the show in there. Like yeah. She's wearing like a um, club banana thing at one point, which is her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then like one of the magazines that Shigo was reading, because they always have punny names that are like villain related. So yeah. like, she was reading Vanity Fear. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so they were, they were doing, like, a lot of homages to the original, which, mm-hmm. you know, some of them were good, some of them were bad, but... Most I do, of them were bad, but a few the, of them the, were fun. Whoever did the props fucking rules. Oh, yeah, they deserve a the, raise. Like, <laughs> yeah, props and sets Pro- on amazing. point. So, yeah, rating time. The story. Ah, the plot? Yeah. Plot, I'd give it, like, 1.5... 1.5 out of 5. I did not like it. Yeah, I'll give it a 1.7. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah, a, it's just point just, two above yeah, me. Just, just, cause I just want to give them a little more credit. Nope, um, 1.5. Um, so, I mean, we, can't, we don't really have music or choreography on this one. I guess we could do, like, fighting. Yeah, like we fighting can make it the fight scenes. Yeah. Or we can also... <laughs> um, music talk about uh they did a remix of, oh my god of the naked mole rap the naked mole rap like here's the thing it was done literally as well as they physically could yeah like but, like it was still it was just one of those bad. things that like doesn't translate well to real people also just like ron's voice is not good for rapping no um and that kid it's not his fault he just like wasn't like the, whoever the director was did a bad job in trying to get everyone to understand who their characters are supposed to be because like that kid 
Like, he was fine. He just wasn't Ron stoppable. Yeah. Ugh. So, for fighting choreography, I would give it, I would give it like a 3.5. Some of the Two. fights were good, but when Kim does her acrobatics, I just want to die. Just, I don't like, know. Like, they're always yeah. so unnecessary. Every single time she, like, does a somersault or, like, does anything, like, I'm just like, you could have done that without doing the, the flip. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it a 2.5, just because, like, the the choreography they were given was done well. It was just a lot of very unnecessary choreography. Yeah. I did, like, the bow staff thing with Athena. That, yeah, that was that interesting. Was, that was good. That was good. I don't know why they kept calling them bow staffs. Yeah, it was literally just, like, a mop without the mop. Um, acting. <sighs> I gotta give it another two. Yeah. Um... She go four. <laughs> she go solid, solid 3.5. But like overall, I don't know. And like, again, I don't think it's technically the actor's fault. Yeah. I think a lot of it had to do with not being given good material or good direction. Which I think is going to be like a common theme throughout this <laughs> Maybe. But like, here's the thing. I've seen a lot of Disney Channel original movies that are also like very ridiculous in tone and mm-hmm. theme and everything. Like Descendants comes to mind. I haven't seen Descendants. That's, that's okay, gonna, that's but, like, be an experience. it comes to mind, and, like, the acting was better, but, like, more than that, the direction was better because everyone was on the same page about yeah. what the tone should be. Yeah, they just weren't really given a lot of good material. Like, like Ron and Kim, if they were just given just, like, punchy one-liners. Yeah, that like, that's the thing. They're both funny and relatable, and they've got a little bit of deadpan humor. Yeah, and, in... like, they have really good chemistry together, like, as friends, you know? Mm-hmm, and they just didn't in yeah. this. Cringeability. Oh my god, five. 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 five th- this one. is the worst one I've seen in a very long I, time. I mean, I when I first saw it, I, I did have to pause a couple times to just yeah. be like, what the fuck? Big yikes. Yeah. Big yikes. I was just um, yelling at yeah, the screen also for just a while. Like, I, I just really hated it. Like everything, every word that came out of Athena's mouth, it was- And it wasn't the actress's fault. It was, fault. You know, it was it just was a just bad like, and uninteresting character. It was just like, yeah, I don't need to like repeat everything that Kim says multiple times. You don't need to be like, oh, sorry. Chrissy Carlton Romano really brought the cringe level up. Yes, like, and it sorry, wasn't her like, fault. It was it her whole thing. It was, it the was whole, the, like, especially the outfit, the, outfit, the, the Hummer, the, the character the herself. It was bad. And it wasn't yeah. like Christy did what she was told to do. What she was told to do was bad. Yeah. I did like um, Pet Nozzle. <laughs> I, no, I think he just started the movie off. Like, I don't dislike Pat Oswalt. I think I just he think was he's... one of the producers, like, on the movie. And it, it comes yeah, through. It, <laughs> it comes through. He sets the tone off bad. I think that it would have been really interesting if, if it was just about slime. <laughs> Maybe. Like, like if, if Draken had, if he just, like, didn't have a focus about Kim until he had a focus about doing, like, an evil thing. Like, a ridiculous evil thing. I think that would have been better. It would have been better. Also, though, sorry, real quick, I'd like to give a big, big shout-out to the guy who played the scientist in the beginning. He was yeah. the only believable <laughs> character in the entire thing. I, he had a level of urgency, and he was scared for his life, and he felt guilty about like, giving his slime. And kids, and my mold spores. And my mold spores. And, like, he managed to be funny while well, still... Like, the- um, being like, serious. Being serious. And, like, he was honestly in trouble. Like, there was honesty only in him. He was yep. the only character that I, that was believable in yep. any way. Give him a raise. Big <laughs> shout out to that guy. That guy who doesn't have a name. I mean, he does, but we don't know it. Yeah, we don't remember. Um, it's fine. So, but, like, literally the only believable character in the whole thing. Yep. 
Also, the twins. I mean, they're I believable. Like, they were there for two seconds, but, like, they're believable. They're... I wish they had, like, featured the twins a little more. Because the twins were such a fun part of the series where, like, they didn't do a whole lot. They had, like, maybe one or two episodes where they were, like, big players. But mostly they were just that, where they were, like, super smart kids doing the most and bouncing off the walls. And I, I liked that little throw out. And I, I, I wish they would have done a little more with the with the kids. All right. So, overall, out of ten. Oof. I think I've got to go, like, three. Maybe 2.5. You know, a three, you know, like if you, if you really want to go for it, go watch it. You know, it's, it's there. It sure is. It exists. Um, not, not great. It wasn't good. I was so disappointed because I wanted to like it and I wanted to get behind that actress. She looked like me, not looked like, but she came across as like nine year old me being Kim Possible for Halloween. Like that was the exact vibe you got from her the whole yeah. time. And again, I don't think it's her fault. I think it's because the script came off as a spy script that I wrote when I was nine, which I did. I have several. Yep, I, They're bad. I wanted to be Kim Possible so fucking bad. Yeah, like, and so like I was just like, oh my god, a ginger who's like fighting crime? Amazing. I want to be that. <laughs> well exactly and like but that's what this came across as was just like essentially my Kim Possible fanfic that I wrote when I was 10 years old. And, like, it it had so much potential to be more interesting and sophisticated yeah. than that. And they just did That's that. like, all I really wanted as a kid was, like, a live-action Kim Possible, but um, it happened, and... Um, it's very bad. Yeah, not great. But... I like Disney Channel original movies, and I like cheesy crap, and I yeah, hated them. It, it was so bad. Yeah. It wasn't enjoyable. No. And, like, the reason And I had to watch were... it twice. So. I'm so sorry about your life. <laughs> And, like, the reasons people were crapping on it were bad. Like, people yeah. weren't crapping on it for the right reasons, but it deserves to be crapped upon. The actress doesn't, but yeah, it deserves she's to do be crapped upon. Things, the actress you know? will be fine. Yeah, but, like, she, she's one of five gingers in acting, so, like, she's gonna, she's gonna have she's a lot. Fine. She has a lot of potential. If um, uh, Teen Wolf and Riverdale have taught me anything, she will play a powerful bitch character um, who has a secret soft side and yep. falls for a dork. Yep, this movie tried a lot to be like sexism is over. Um, you know, like no cheerleading, no cheerleading. You know, just soccer. Um, hench women, hench women. Yeah, who at Disney has decided that um sexism ended in twenty sixteen, and now if we talk about it, it's sexist. Someone at Disney decided that we cannot talk about any problems, mm-hmm. or else they are worse. Like someone at Disney decided that recently, and it shows, and it's bad. This movie shows it. Zombies shows it. It even comes across a little bit in like, uh, like Descendants and like a couple of the other new ones. And I think we're gonna be running into it over and over that because they're ignoring the fact that these things exist, they're making it worse. Ugh. So, um, do you think that? The way that they set up the movie, like with Draken going to high school as a teenager, I mean, like as like a ten year old. Oh yeah, that that was the big are, mysterious ending. They're gonna have a sequel, aren't they? they? I think they're gonna try. I think that's the idea. Honestly, though, like having a villain in high school, like that would make it a lot more interesting. Again, this has but, yeah. like the premise for what will almost certainly be the sequel has about as much potential as the premise for the first one. There's a great yeah. amount of a potential, but if they keep treating it the way they have, it's not going to be good because yeah. they don't understand if they, if they what do it's have supposed a second, to be. If they have a second one, they have to bring Monique in. You know, she was cool. Monique, Monique was a fantastic character. Like, they just have to bring in any amount of seriousness. Yeah. <laughs> any, you know, just yeah. any amount of, we're not making this for the lull. 
Like, because that's what the whole thing felt like. It felt like it was almost trying to parody it. Yeah, which, I mean, you can do a parody and, like, be serious at the same time. It's just, like, through writing, not gags. Yeah. Let me write the Kim Possible sequel we deserve. Yep. I'm gonna, I'm gonna submit my self-insert. Kim Possible (laughs) fan fiction. (laughs) Apparently, Uh, apparently we can just make it now. We can give a huge production value to just self-insert fan fiction, so let me write it. Ugh. Anyway, that's how I feel. Yeah, so two and a half out of ten. Two and a half out of ten. I'll give it a three. I'm not, I'm too nice. Two and a half. So I guess we'll end it here. We'll watch another movie. We'll get to it soon. Um, but for right now, uh, goodbye. Goodbye.